Hello and welcome back to episode 13, or oh, unlucky for some, of the GNT Hour with your hosts G-I-L-L and G-T. Biggin, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I love the way you introduce yourself as like G-I-L-L. I know. It sounds like you're like an American rapper from the 90s. <laughs> Mate, I, I did it last week or the week before, and now I can't stop doing it. But I feel like it's either it's either pretentious that I'm talking about myself in third person, but it just kind of rolls off the tongue now. So I'm just going to go with it. It's, maybe it's going to stick. Maybe not. We'll see. Well, I think it's going to stick. I think it's going to stick. I think you've gone so far with it now that you've just got to kind of go with it. Don't don't go back on it. I think I you've got to go with it. I it sounds good. No, I can't, can I? I've got to stick with it. You've got to stick with it now, pal. So if you see anyone down the street going, G-I-double-L, <laughs> they're, they're all going for you, mate. Could you imagine the scenes, mate? You'd be so happy. Oh, I'd be buzzing, I don't mate. think I'd. Yeah, mate. I don't think I'd see you smile so broadly if that happened. I'd be floating down. I'd be floating, wouldn't I, mate? Definitely would. Right. So, Gil, I want to. Obviously, everyone knows with the with the podcast, we usually talk about camp, and obviously we had guests on. And thank you, Jules, Love, for coming on uh, last week. But I want to start off with something a bit different. Um, it's kind of like a game, you know, like kind of the games that like you answer questions to figure out like what. I don't know what cheesecake flavor you are, or you know what kitchen utensil you are. You know the sort of those ones. Yes, I know what you're talking about. All right, okay. So I've got four questions, and I'm going to ask you the questions, and I want you to give me three adjectives for each. Sound good? All right, okay. All right, cool. Right, we're going to see how this goes. Um, so, Gil, first of all, what is your favorite animal? Um, does that have to be like quick? Or does it, can I just think about it? Um, I mean, don't think about it too hard. Just sort of whatever you think, you know, whatever sort of, you know, comes to your head first. But obviously don't just rush into it. But again, don't like long it out. Uh, elephant. So you have an elephant. All right, cool. Yeah. And then give me three adjectives of why you like an elephant. Why do I like an elephant? Uh, big. So big. Yep. Smart. Smart. Like that one. And powerful. Oh, powerful. God damn, there's some good... I tell you what, if I was described as big, smart and powerful, I think I'd be very happy, mate. Yeah, but maybe not if I was described as... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so the next one is, what's your favourite meal? Like, if you could have one meal in front of you now, what would it be? Uh, some sushi. Sushi. All right, we'll go with that one. Why sushi? Three adjectives. Peng. <laughs> Just going for it. Peng. Cool. Oh, I don't know. Adjectives. Three ad- Peng. I want to make noises like, mm, do you know what I mean? All right, so would, you say, so would you say like delicious? Delicious, yeah, yeah. obviously. All right. And I mean, you can put, one... you can put, mm, if you want. No, no, no. no, no you no. can. I, I want to care. I want to go, I want to say variety because you can have like a different variety of different things. And I'm, it's, do you know what I mean? Variety. Like, you can take different See, I like that one. Variety. Spice of life, mate. You know, mate. Right. You know. Then I'm going to go for your favorite color. Red. Red. All right. And three adjectives, why red? Hot. I'll tell you what, that's a little curveball in there, mate. That's a little curveball there. All right, so last question. What would be like your favorite body of water? It'd be like lake, ocean, river, pond. So what what would you say on that one? Oh uh I see this. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say I wanna say like ocean. Ocean, all right. But I don't like being in the ocean. But being next to an ocean, I'll take that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be in it, but you don't mind. You don't mind it. 
On the on the coast, yeah, I'll take that. All right, then. So, why is the ocean your favourite body of water? Three adjectives, again. Beach? No, the ocean, mate. Because it's... Oh. Why the ocean? Why the sea? Adjectives. Yeah, adjectives, mate. Yeah. Describing words. So, uh, Tell you what, some of these answers from what each of them say about, like, different things are class already, mate. I'm cracking oh, up God. about your response. Oh, God. <laughs> um, why do I like red? Uh, well, I mean, like, it's bright. Bright, yeah. Uh, bold. Bold. Like this. And sunny. Sunny, okay. So that immediately rules out every UK beach. Uh, <laughs> Mate, I don't know. If we were on track for what we were last year. Oh, true, true, true. Um, i tell you what, though. Why I hate UK beaches, there's never any sand. It's always stones oh, and pebbles, mate. What's going on with that? Honestly, walking barefoot on the beach with stones and pebbles, do me a favour. Nice. Not a chance. No, thanks. And I'm not going to be one of those, you know, those people with the old uh, shoes on. I'd, honestly, I'd, I knew you were going to say that. The, those devil shoes that begin with the word C. Yeah. Not going not gonna to have them on. Anyway, back to describing words. So, sunny. So you got sunny for ocean. Yeah, I need two more adjectives as to why you th- why you like the ocean. Relaxing. Relaxing. Okay. Uh, breezy. Ooh. Breezy. <laughs> breezy. Breezy. As in Chris Brown. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, no, you know what I mean. Windy, breezy. That. Oh, so windy. No, breezy. No, we'll put windy. You said breezy slash windy. No, I said breezy, All and right. then you wanted clarification. I'm, All right. I'm sticking with breezy. Oh, I'll go breezy. <laughs> All right, then. So <laughs> the first one I asked you, your favourite animal, and you said yeah. elephant. I know. I immediately regretted elephant, but I stick, right. I stick by it. So I stick to your gun. your favourite animal is how you would describe yourself. Really? Yeah, so you described yourself oh, no. as big, smart, and powerful. Oh, I like that. That's pretty good, right? So you see yourself as big, smart, and powerful. Okay. I mean, to be honest, I think you're describing me there a bit, but we won't go into that. Oh, <laughs> okay. he wants it. He I want wants that it. one. That's what good. Okay. Knowing that now, what did you? What would you say your favourite? No, no, no. I'm not done with you yet. Hold your horses, oh, there, okay. young man. Oh, I was right. going to question you. Oh, and then oh. the next one, I asked you your favourite meal. And your favourite yeah. meal is how you perceive your partner. Now, I know your partner listens to the podcast. So <laughs> this is going to be hilariously funny when she listens to this. So you describe your favourite meal as sushi. And, that, oh and you perceive your partner in the form of sushi <laughs> as peng, delicious and variety. What? Well, I don't think we have this variety there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry if Gil's missus if she's listening to this because apparently you are you have got a lot of various tendencies so we won't go into that yeah I don't know yeah I don't but you, you put variety in there Biggin right, so the next one was your favourite colour and that interprets on how people see you so your favourite colour is red and you describe that as bright bold and then do you remember what you put for the last one Hot mate, yeah, hot, mate. Bang, bang, you've had an absolute stormer. Oh, mate, I, I love this. Oh, I can't believe I, I will say, oh, I'm gonna let you do the last one, then I'll say what I was gonna say. Go on. And then the last one was your favorite body of water, 
Yep. And that is how you see your sex life. So do you remember the three adjectives you used for that? <laughs> oh, sunny, didn't I? Sunny. And then I th- you went into relaxing, which I'm not sure is a good thing or a bad thing. Because if it's that relaxing, you, people are falling asleep. Yeah. But it could be relaxing in a good way that it's soothing, whatever. And then the last one, do you remember what you put for the last one? Yeah, breezy. Man. Breezy slash. And how did you clarify that? Windy. Oh, no. Windy. Yeah, Windy. so that is how you see your sex life. Wow. There you go, mate. Big, you've, big and old, be honest. You've done me a kipper here. You could have given me the heads up. I would have loved the, loved the heads up there. I could have given myself all the confidence boost. But do you know what? I'll take some of them. They are good. Some of them are good. Some of them, I mean, I don't know about the sex life ones. Breezy. Mate, Windy. <laughs> No, breezy, mate, not windy. Come All right, on. breezy. Well, in, up to for interpretation. I don't, if, I don't know if Chris Breezy is a good thing to have in your sex life. <laughs> no, absolutely not, mate. What? All right. So, what's your favourite animal then? Uh, I'm not obviously you know you know where I'm going with this. So I'm just going to ask what your favourite animal. Uh, is. Genuinely, my favourite animal is a wolf. A wolf? A wolf pack? Yeah, I, I quite like the wolf. See, in my head, I was thinking like monkey, like cheeky monkey, which I'd take also because I'm think I'm a bit of cheeky monkey. No, oh, definitely. Do you, remember, do you remember Curious George? I can't, mate. He's a love bit of Curious George. Mate, that, he was such a little shit. He was. He would mate. just get was... himself into random situations. Me as a me as a little kipper. Oh, mate, I can imagine. Jesus, mate. And then you I, as a little and then, dangerous game. Dangerous. And then I was also thinking. Like, oh, I don't know, I was thinking like dolphin, but I feel like dolphin's a bit like meh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's not a good one, dolphin, I don't think. What about, what, what, what's your favourite food? I feel like you'd have gone like roast dinner or something. Yeah, I would have gone roast dinner. I would have... So you'd have gone like meaty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meaty, like traditional. Um... Your missus is going to be a traditional meaty girl. <laughs> no, this is how you, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I didn't read the question, to be fair. Oh, good. That's, I see I'm like, I like um, this. And then your, yeah. your favourite colours, is it also red? Yeah, it's also red, mate. Yeah, I'll take that. And then, and then, was it body of water? I'd probably have to go ocean. Yeah. But I don't know. How, how do you describe the ocean? Well, you could, right? you know, you could say like, oh, this is going to sound, but I've, when I've done it to other people, they've said, not me, I'm not saying this, just to clarify what I'm about oh, to say. Oh, yeah, of course, mate, give me all of them. Give me <laughs> no, but I did it to someone, that. I did it to someone, and they were saying like... Relentless, powerful, what my ears? Like, vast, deep, blue... <laughs> Whoa, big this is not PG content. No, but this, is, this isn't me saying it. I wouldn't even say Ocean is my favourite body of water. Where have you got this from? Then? Oh, I, I tell you what, mate. My sources, um, uh, undisclosed, mate. All right, all right. But that was a good. I thought I'll... that was a nice little way to start start the podcast in a different way. I like that a lot. I'm, I'm, what I'm going to do, Biggin, is I'm going to have to think of my own one yeah. or come up with my own one and question you next week's. Podcast. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Oh, a good start. But I want to take this podcast into a, another dimension, Big, and oh, I am loving myself. I tell you I what, that is the best transition I think I've ever heard. Honestly, I was going to say I was going to rate your segues earlier, but I'm just giving myself a 10 out of 10 segue there. Because this week, Big, and I want to talk to you about the vast abyss the great escape, the space. Now, I've got a few questions I want to ask you about space. I think. You know, it's something that at the moment is 
like pretty trendy you know we see all over social media like spacex are doing their expeditions they're preparing to like go and colonize mars i don't know if you followed they sent a nasa sent like another rover to mars i think it was beginning of this year perseverance um and it's like a yeah so they've sent that and it's like one that's going to collect samples and stuff and obviously we're like i feel a bit like on the precipice of people like genuinely going to live there so I'll hang on before we you... say go on precipice are you sure mate yeah there's pulled that out of the bag oh mate honestly cultured educated someone's been reading their books. love that mate oh, thesaurus in hand <laughs> tell you what mate that is top class from you top draw but so yeah space something that you're interested in big and somewhere that you would be be willing to travel to because i feel like in our lifetime it might genuinely be something that we might be able to do well they tried that didn't they older uh, mr richard branson tried with the old virgin galactic yeah i mean i was fortunate enough to go to one at a university where we had a national lecturer come in as like a guest lecturer who was an alumni of the college oh, yeah unreal. it was quite fascinating actually until i realized quite early on that i was too tall to be an astronaut <laughs> Really? You too tall, mate. They do not allow people. Yeah, really? they do not allow people under. I think it's like six foot two now. They don't allow people above that because obviously the capsules are so small. Because you lose obviously like height and weight. Apparently, it'd really mess up sort of like your bone density and sort of like your your muscles and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah, too tall and too big to be a. Uh, to oh be an dear. Very How depressing, depressing is that? Isn't it? Because that could have been my childhood dream. I want to be oh. an astronaut, and then to be told when you're an adult say, and able to be an astronaut. At that stage, uh, at, at that sorry, stage, mate, too tall. Like what? You would have gone through all the training, and then like when you're 16 and hitting that growth spurt, they're like, "Uh oh, you better slow down now, mate." And then you're like, "No, you can, nothing you can control. You've just grown out of the seat, mate. You're too big. Too big, mate. Yeah, shocking. But yeah, I'd love to travel to space. Um, it's weird though for me because obviously you know space mm-hmm. is so vast. You know, it's, you know, it's exponentially expanding every, like, second. But yet we know more about that than we do about the it's deepest weird, ocean. Isn't it? Like, how weird is that? Because obviously the, the density of oxygen or the density of air goes down 30% at each, like, level, like, either way. So how have we managed to get up there and not well, down it's, there? It's one of those things, like, do you know when you see the videos of, like, this is how big we are, and then it zooms out, and it's like, this is our sun, and then this is, like, this sun. It, everything, like, it just puts into perspective how big, just, or how small we are compared to just the, like, vast universe. It just blows your mind, doesn't it? Yeah. Scary it, videos. Then, I mean, segueing on from that, do you believe that there is, you know, life, uh, do you believe there's life out there? Do you believe in aliens? Right, so we're we talking about. I obviously, I think you'd be very naive to think that there isn't life form out there in this ever-expanding, you know, universe that we live in. But I think you've got to, you know, do I feel that there's like, I think they call them like gray, the greys. Like, do I feel like there's like little people sort of, you know, wandering about? Possibly, you don't know. I do definitely think there is like microorganism life within uh-huh. our solar system but i don't think there's necessarily aliens in our solar system but yeah i mean you know far-fetched galaxies it, you know of course i think you've got to be open-minded you can't just say no because obviously we don't know because we haven't explored that um i think it's one of those things isn't it that like you can't say no because when you know the vast 
kind of size of space. Like there could be, there could be generations out there that were like, I don't know, um, civilizations like uh, light years ahead of us in terms of their like development or light years behind us. Like, and they also can't contact or they can't speak to their different generation. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be at different stages. So I think, yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a scary thought to think we are it. We are as well, intelligent as it gets. We are yeah, the most yeah. advanced things. You'd hope we weren't. We'd, there. You'd really hope we um, weren't. I mean, some of the people that we've met, Gil, I mean, you wonder. You, you do, do wonder. In the shed. <laughs> Mate, in the absolute <laughs> shed. But no, I just, it just makes you think, doesn't it? Because I remember coming across last year there was like a bunch of video recordings that were released by the US government I don't know if you saw this and they like kind of snuck it in the stimulus package and it was stuff about like unidentified flying objects that had been like recorded that they didn't know what it was so it was like these like tic-tac shaped pill shaped flight crafts that are flying rings around our like most advanced fighter jets or what have you now don't get me wrong I think there's the slight possibility that there is um people out there that have um spacecrafts or not spacecraft people out there that have developed these um flying ufos or what have you but there's a chance that they could be like some elon musk type individual that the government has no idea who it is and they've like developed them in, in their like whatever like they're not their shed obviously because you'd imagine they'd have a lot of money behind them but do you know what i mean like they've developed them in secret and it could be them but just the way that the u.s government have come out and said like we don't know what these things are these are the videos of them like and they just snuck it out there when sort of everything was kicking off. So they were like, "Oh, and by the way, there's the these are the alien videos." But don't don't think about that. You know, we have got a pandemic going on. It's just trying to like deflect away from it. To be fair, I think it was probably uh, in and amongst the pandemic was probably the perfect time to sort of, you know, slip yeah. like you say, slip that in to public awareness because obviously everyone's like hysteria. Oh my god, there's a pandemic. You know, ah, oh, like that, casually, completely <laughs> under the radar. It's some aliens for you guys, and um, oh, but there's a new stimulus package coming, so that. don't worry about but that. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, you know, I mean, it was it was perfect timing. I know what I'm going to do to get the votes. I'm just going to slip in that there's a bunch of aliens walking around ahead of the because election. There, I mean, Genius. there is a larger topic there, conspiracy theories, that kind of thing, which we will cover at a later date with some friends. I have no doubt because we both love a conspiracy theory, don't we, bigger? We do. Yeah, I'm big, sort of, obviously on the alien theme, and I think you sort of touched on it earlier. Whether sort of you know, these advanced beings or whatever, are they before us or are they, you know, are they going to come after us? There's a thing I watch on TV called Ancient Aliens. And for me, it is probably one of, the, it's, I don't, I don't know how to describe it because some of the theories there are so far-fetched, it's ridiculous that you think, no, nah, I just don't see it. But some of them do make you question. And there's a thing about ancient astronaut okay. theorists, right? Well, these, these people believe um, and we talked about this before we came onto the podcast about like um, there was like you know like in like mythology and sort of like you know with like the gods and stuff like the Aztecs, the Incas, the Egyptians, the Greeks, you know the like the Hindu gods to some extent yeah. as well. They actually believed that they were aliens sent down from outer space to gift us information about how to do certain things and. I thought, oh, what a load of codswallop. This is absolute trash. Get in the bin. 
No one's paying attention to this. Why you've got a program on Sky History about this, I do not know. But if you think about it, all ancient civilizations revolve around what structure? Are we talking about? Well, I think we're talking about here, Big M. What, the pyramids? Yeah. If you look at every ancient civilization, the Aztecs, the Incas, the Egyptians, yeah. all have pyramids. Why pyramids? Oh, man, Why that this shape? is a big can of worms. I love this. Do you know what? I love the pyramids. Do you know what? And it was kind of like, hang on a minute. Well, if one civilization all the way in Peru have done it, and then like another civilization, like just there, and then completely the other side of the ocean, another civilization have done it. And then you go further east and another civilization. But there's, there's a pattern there of what it is. And it genuinely got me thinking that uh, what if, you know, it wasn't actually what we perceive as gods weren't just extraterrestrial higher beings that were sent down to gift us information. Because you think pyramids of Giza, and I think there's one in Pumapunka as well, which is, I think, in Peru or sort of around that region. You know, the, the infrastructure is ridiculous. And one of them actually in Peru, I think it was, it was either the Aztecs or the Incas, one of their pyramid structures, so there's like a line of pyramid yeah. structures, right? Lines up in the exact geometrical location, like the point of the pyramid, to every planet in our solar system. Now you think these people, right, 4,000 BC, 3,000 yeah. BC, how the hell do they know that that point there is Venus or Jupiter or Saturn? How do they know? Has someone told them? We can only surmise and guess. Mate, that's, there's that's so many things, theory. isn't there? Like the irrigation systems in like the Amazon rainforest for the Incas are like so far ahead of what we thought they were kind of capable of. And like even just like the way the pyramids are built, how crazy is it that we still have no idea realistically the way that they built the pyramid? No, I don't think we'll ever know. I think it's a lot of guesswork um and a lot of yeah and apparently they are on the point of the pyramid lines up directly with the three stars in orion's belt it's just absolutely wild isn't it it's so weird and obviously you know these you know anyone listening to podcasts you think what are they on but you know it's only just sort of you know it, it's just fascinating to understand that there may be actually a different way that these things happen i mean you think the great wall of china <laughs> what what is that How it's they mental isn't it it's like hundreds of years yeah it is kind of annoying that sort of in our lifetime probably you know like our grandkids lifetime that these answers will or these questions will never be answered it's quite it's quite fascinating really and there's also another theory that i think and this is a bit far-fetched and i had this conversation up earlier with someone is that basically the earth and mars is a cycle okay. So by that, I mean, what, what apparently the human race does or the people that live on one of the planets is, so obviously on Earth now, we've got a whole thing of like global warming, melting of the ice caps, you know, Armageddon. Well, apparently what ha- that's a cycle, as in that's happened before. So apparently what happens is, is that we tarnish the Earth and... Um, and then we look somewhere else. So right now, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, we're searching to colonize Mars, mm-hmm. Elon Musk, for example. Well, this is, like I said, this is a trend that's happened before. So we destroy the Earth, then we go and live on Mars because we've colonized it. And then what we do is we create a civilization on Mars, 
and thousands and thousands and thousands of years later, we destroy Mars and then we come back to Earth. Because don't you find there's a fascination with Mars, with the human race? Because it's our closest planet. Why, why Mars? Why not another planet? And that's, that's one of their theories, that it's basically we go from Earth to Mars, Mars to Earth on a repeat cycle. We destroy one planet and then, you know, find yeah, refuge crazy, in another planet. I mean, Mars has got like frozen rivers or like river beds or what have you that are like obviously now dust and stuff. And I don't know if you listen to the Elon Musk and Joe Rogan podcast where they were talking about like you could hypothetically detonate bombs or like, nuclear bombs at the different ice caps of the planet and you'd cut, you could basically like falsely create seasons and you could kind of bring the climate back to something that somewhat resembled earth and i mean it's just like crazy i mean take thinking on that aspect begin is like would you say so i'm gonna give you a hypothetical here say we are looking for people to go to mars and magically they have now accepted anyone up to seven foot tall can go so you are now well within your right you're eligible because I'm eligible. all your dreams have come at once would you be on would you want to be on the first trip so would you want to be like in the history books as like one of the first like 100 people that went but there's a chance that it could go wrong would you rather go and like wait and potentially like miss out on that chance but want to go when it's safer because i imagine that in our lifetime there's probably only going to be a handful of chances if if any for us to be able to go so what are your what are your ideas big and what would your what would your idea be that's a good question isn't it because if you're on the first like you said there's a possibility that it all could go wrong and that there you is could end but up being it also could be buzz aldrin style you could be like the first one off Exactly. So this is this is my predicament. Do I wait until it's become more commercialised where I know it's safer? Do you know what? No, I don't think I would. I'd want to be the first one on there because I think you you know you are the first person to go up into space, yeah. like to go to Mars. Like that's that's an achievement. No one cares about the two hundred fifty seven thousand <laughs> person to go on there. But even if you do crash. You you will you the maiden voyage, yeah. I think I want to be. Well, I want to be got, first well, I'm not on the plane. Spacecraft big and come on, mate. Yeah, yeah. I might not get another opportunity. Well, it's, there it's might one be of those things that, like, in our lifetime, it could hypothetically happen. They're looking to go there in the next kind of five to ten years. Now, obviously, there's loads of hurdles that they've got to go over to do them, and they've got to kind of get there, and they've got to. Uh, turn it into something that is habitable that they've got to create water supplies they've got to create you know renewable energy they've got to create all these things so i think going over there would be like almost starting again wouldn't it but i feel like it'd be something that like you say you would never we'd never get that chance again and you'd never i don't feel like you'd ever be able to live it down do you know what i mean like if you were offered the chance and don't get me wrong i imagine they're probably going to go for certain qualified people that bring like all different things to the table i don't know if you've ever seen any like sci-fi things where they talk about mm. doing it but they have like this person's a specialist in biology this person's a specialist in like yeah well, i doubt they're gonna think this oh, podcast you know would be really good to sort of kick start <laughs> yeah to kick start um he described himself as an elephant his favorite He's... color is red man get him on the bloody plane <laughs> yeah he described himself well he did describe himself as big smart and powerful and but oh, I don't know. People, uh, he thinks people see him as hot. So Whoa! I'm not sure on that one. Why are you picking out that one? But yeah, what's going 
<laughs> Did I, mate? It was the first one I saw oh, on the sheet. To be fair, where I written that, wrote them down. But yeah, I think they're gonna obviously they're gonna look for people with more skill. But I hope that sort of, you know, if I was one of the first people, I'd hope yeah. everything was set up so I could literally live rather than sort of being one of the first. And then I've got to create the the food, the water, the shelter, and stuff like that because my chances of survival. I just, then I, like I just love minutes. the idea of like a family in. 40 50 years time maybe even like 100 years time just being like where should we go on holiday kids shall we go to the ralphie coast shall we go to australia or shall we go to mars <laughs> like imagine yeah do you think it's going to be as easy as getting like the euro star to paris like is it going to be that I easy don't think so, I, don't, I think what Elon Musk was talking about and he was saying that basically the propulsion system like we are kind of at the limits of where we're going to be for a while so it's not going to get any quicker. Like the quickest you can get is you can basically like in effect slingshot yourself from Earth and you can like do rotations around the Earth to speed yourself up and you can get it down to about six months travel time to get there. So I think it's going to be like a hefty thing. But it's, I mean, and obviously it's going to be something that like if ever it comes in our lifetime, it's going to be a, a like super rich and wealthy exclusive thing. Yeah, did you ever see the film 2012 when they did all the planes? Just like the rich billionaires that could afford to it, be I safe. Did. Because the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, you know, way <laughs> to stick it to the ordinary man or woman. You know, I'm sorry, your life isn't important because you don't own a billion dollars or yen. I know, which, when you think about it, in that situation was just stupid anyway, because what are you doing with all this money? Like, everyone, if everyone's also on the plane is rich and it doesn't matter how much money you've got, like, what are you... But yeah, anyway, plot holes, plot holes. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, exactly, mate, because I'm not being funny, but, like, say if it was an English man or woman that was up there with, you know, a billion dollars, the, exactly. the currency's not transferable. It's not like you can stick it on your PayPal account and or Apple Pay and pay by that. Exactly, exactly. Big. And so, would you travel to like would you i'll tell you what say it's because this is my other some other thing as well people some people like are scared to fly just full stop in an airplane so imagine going in like a virgin glider or like a concord type thing that goes like just out of the atmosphere say it's like 10 times the price of a holiday to i don't know like a, a a holiday to your preferred destination let's say cuba random but let's say cuba i know i like i like cuba Ooh, say, say it's cuba. 10 times the price but you can go and you can basically glide on the edge of space you can see the curvature of the earth and you can see all these things would you want to go on like a almost like a sightseeing flight to just to say i've been to space if i could afford it yeah absolutely It'd just be fascinating because you, you know, it's it's just a different perspective, I guess, on sort of how you live um, and sort of how big the world is. I think it'd just it'd just be fascinating. Imagine the selfies oh, Imagine the bang the bang likes on Instagram, or oh, mate, mate. Well, as you know, um, I do not like selfies and quite detest uh, social media in the way that it is portrayed by most people. Um, but yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine people, even you begin be... taking a selfie up in space and, and whacking it on Instagram. No, see, I'm more of I'll take a picture of the landscape and <laughs> I don't want to ruin it with my ugly mug on it. You know, leave, leave it as it is. It doesn't need your your face, your torso, your legs, whatever in it. 
just just leave it just leave nature a bit and that is the problem like that is the problem with human society yeah instead of taking a picture and thinking wow what a beautiful sight no humans make it beautiful no <laughs> they don't just leave nature be don't interfere with it don't stand oh. in front of it that, that is a metaphor for life. For life and that is me. where we're going to end the episode this week biggin it's been a short but sweet episode i've loved your question i'm gonna have to do my research and come prepared next yeah i think it's i think it's going to be good uh, when you come up with it because obviously i knew the answers to the questions so but i just thought spice it up a little bit and yeah obviously conspiracy theories mate i think we can do about five hours oh, mate five this. hours about the pyramids so, on their own I yeah I reckon. definitely I, I do you know what it, it, it's just fascinating um how like weird and strange the world is um because it's not all sort of like you know I don't know. It's just weird. It's got me a whole in a day. It's making me look at my <laughs> it's life. Making you very introspective, yeah. In like a whole new light. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It genuinely is. And it's kind of like, oh, this is quite scary, to be fair. But yeah, those videos of where like the. If you haven't seen one, no, if you're you. listening and you haven't seen one, you haven't seen one recently, watch it and you will just not feel, I know, feel that insignificant is a harsh word to use, but you will feel insignificant and it will make everything in your life feel insignificant because you'll just realize the magnitude of like the universe. Yeah, you just sort of, yeah, like people think they're like all, you know, powerful, <laughs> and then you just look at that and you, you just, mate, you're is just that a, a shot just of me a and my elephant? I don't want to hear it. it. <laughs> yeah. People describe themselves, you know, big, you know, big, smart, and powerful. But when you look at those expanding, <laughs> you videos, aren't the dot. To be fair, I think, I think it's, I think it's quite <laughs> arrogant of people to think. You're that. the one that said that I'm describing you, big, and so I'll leave that one there. Yeah, we'll leave that. We'll All leave right. that uh, as an afterthought. Yeah, but thanks everyone for listening again, um, and thank you for a few people that have put us onto their story. Um, quick shout out to Katie Thompson on Instagram Legend. who put us up on her story. Massive shout out, fan of the week, right and there. Thanks for everyone getting their submissions in for the Camp Confessions episode two. We will be coming out with that in the next couple of weeks. We've got a whole bunch of submissions that we were loving. We've been creasing over them that you've been sending in to us. So if you have your any confession from yourself or of your mates, you want to stitch them up, you want to tell us your funny camp stories, send them in. Um, but thanks for listening, everyone, this week, and we will speak to you next. Speak to you next week, guys. Cool.